sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Leap Lap Radio, powered by Victory Custom Trailers, starts now. Hello, welcome to Lee Lab, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. My name is Tom Baker. We are coming to you once again, as always, from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, just outside of Mooresville, which is just outside of Charlotte. And we are joined by Jesse Love in the studio tonight. Jesse, one of our favorite guests. He's from just outside of Charlotte, too. Well, he's originally from well, Menlo I, I, Park, was, California. Was, was, was is that right? Menlo yeah, Park? From Everything, Menlo Park, but relocated. Everything's outside of Charlotte, if you think about it. Well, that's that's right, except Charlotte itself. Um, and, uh, yeah, he is currently living outside Charlotte, yeah. <laughs> over here on the East Coast. We won't say where, but um, living uh, just outside of Charlotte. And uh, would you move over like two, three months ago? Or was it yeah, more than that probably now? probably around two or three months ago, probably three months ago. Yeah, okay. So it's uh, it's been a little while that you've uh, been here. How are you adjusting to life here in the Carolinas versus uh, near – you were near Silicon Valley, right? Isn't it basically yeah. right in Silicon Valley? I like it a lot more in California, I can tell you that. Do you uh, really? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of California anymore. Um, oh, you like it a lot more than California is what yeah, you said. I see. Yeah, okay. no, I yeah. like it out here. Oh, I don't blame fun. you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I – when that's another moved, show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, when I first moved here, it was cool. I was living with my uncle for a few months, um, but that was on the lake with you know two jet skis and a boat, which was oh, a lot wow. of fun. But now I have my own um, apartment in Cornelius, so it's a little bit of different uh, different deal now. But I'm still having a lot of fun, and uh, it's cool. really close to TRD and everything, so makes my uh, commute really, really easy. You can still get to your uncles by the lake and go do use all his equipment. Yeah, sometimes you, right? I do that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, just a little funny. It's not that far. Funny deal. Yeah. Well, um, glad to have you over here on the East Coast now. And you've been uh, you've been doing some racing in a few different divisions this year. I guess we can basically start with the most recent, then we'll kind of jump around a bit and talk about the different racing you're doing. The most recent race was this past weekend at the heralded Nashville Fairgrounds. You were there um, for a super late model event with uh, Wimmer Motorsports, right? And yeah. uh, um, I know it didn't go as well as you would like to in terms of the race itself, but, um, you know, it uh, definitely is a cool opportunity for you to be able to race with Wimmer more this year in the Super, and I know you're having a good time. Yeah, definitely. Cool racetrack and cool people. I mean, when I got there, I know Steven was on, like, a talk show with uh, – with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., which is kind of cool. And then, you know, Dale Waltrip was there, too. He had oh, the driver, wow. at the driver's meeting. So it was kind of a cool place um, right off the get-go. And in practice, it was fun. Had a full day of Friday practice, you know, three 30-minute sessions and um, kind of got our handle of things and worked more on our race car. And then, you know, Friday or Saturday morning practice rolled along, and we were really good. We were first in practice. You know, I th- we were definitely really good on race runs. And, uh, you know, we were two-tenths better than third on mock runs. So it was looking up to be really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know what happened in the race. We're still not too sure. Guys are at the shop. We're probably stripping it down right now to try and figure it out. You know, we went from maybe being a tick snug all the way around in practice to, I mean, in the race it was like, you know, an axle broke or something, driving to the right down the straightaway and then so loose in the corner. It was like I'm back at a dirt track. So, that was kind of a weird deal. Um, we couldn't even finish the race. It was just we knew something wasn't right, and we weren't going to you know, stay out there knowing what something was wrong. So um, we brought it in, and just we tried to make an adjustment on every pit stop, and nothing would even you know remotely change the handling of it. So, Strange. Um, yeah, we were deal. I mean, I mean, we know we're good. We're fast, and we've had good speed everywhere, the Dells, and Obviously, New Smyrna, we're always really good there. So I don't know. We're we're still trying to figure out our our new Hamkey chassis. It's kind of a it's a way different feel than a Fury. And um, I know Chris is uh, is working at it, and we should be pretty good. We know the speed's already there. We just kind of got to figure some some things out. Um, but overall, we're liking it. And um, you know, obviously, you just got to learn how to yeah. play to your strengths and weaknesses, right? Well, yeah, and you, and I mean, you're going to have those those races where something happens, and you just can't quite get it where you need it to be. Um, I know that you uh, enjoy running at the Dells too uh, in Wisconsin. Talk about what it was like to go race that track. That was really cool. I mean, I got to walk the track with uh, Travis Sauter probably you know two days before the race or no three days before I went up to Wassa to uh, work on our second Hamkey. 
and get that one ready for Travis Drace at Madison and all that stuff. Um, but I spent the week up there and kind of got a feel of things. And um, we went and tested lacrosse, and we were really fast, probably tenth, almost at 10th under the track record, which is pretty good. I know it's early in the season, not a lot of rubber laid down, track's fast, but always good to be that fast. Yeah. Um, and then we went to test or practice day at Dell's, and we were pretty good. We didn't get race monitor up until, like, the end of practice, but the end of the day, top of the boards, and then start of the day the next day, top of the boards and practice again. So that was pretty good. Qualifying rolled around. Qualified really well. Qualified fourth or fifth. Uh, we just kind of missed it with how much we scrubbed our tires uh, in our scuff session. Now looking back on it, probably would have scuffed again. Most of the guys that beat us didn't scuff, so... Um, we'll learn from that. I figured it'd be better. So I don't, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but I'd figure, you know, we were on the right track, but, you know, still had a really good qualifying effort. 46 cars and like 20 of them were really good. And there's probably like, you know, seven or eight snowball derby winners and, or yeah. not winners, but race, uh, like championships in the field. So, yeah. um, that was obviously really cool. And, you know, so many guys that could win the race, it was obviously good to be up front and be a contender our first time there. And, uh, we started ninth with the whole invert deal they do there. They do like a big fat invert so it's yeah. kind of weird um which i'm not a fan of inverts so i had to start ninth and got up to third and we were challenging for the lead for a little bit and kind of figured we had a car to win i just knew some things that you changed for the setup for the race and a ham key is way different than a fury and it's way more sensitive than a fury in my opinion so okay i think we just kind of dialed ourselves out a little bit and kind of from the drop of the green flag we were already tight so we knew it was just kind of going to get worse and um I think we just, you know, made a little bit of a wrong judgment call, but you know, again, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and I probably done the same thing again. So, uh, you know, can't blame any of the guys or ourselves or Chris. Just kind of got to live and learn from it. And we ended up running seventh, I think, uh, okay. which you know, again, not the end of the world. Still beat like Ty Majeski, all those guys. So, um, beat a lot of good guys. Just kind of struggle late in the race lap 75 mark when it got tight and um i could have done some things better i learned some stuff racing against those guys and oh yeah and we'll go you back will. And, and be better yeah <laughs> those guys are top-notch racers and and people i think a lot of um older race fans that have been following late models for a while think back to you know the 80s uh out of the midwest and you had mark martin and rusty wallace and alan kawicki and drivers like that that came out dick trickle um and and it was you could run five or six nights a week and it was just incredibly um you know competitive racing there and i think there's this perception that that for whatever reason that there's not much going on anymore and that is completely far you know away from the truth because again like you mentioned time at jesky there's bunches of drivers out there that are extremely competitive and you still have to work very very hard on those tracks to beat them yeah i mean there was legit 15 guys that could yeah. win the race i think the guy that runs second was in the b feature and there were like two last chance qualifiers wow um you know, and then you got guys like everybody that drives by or, or you pass, like you know their name. I mean, obviously yep. Luke won the race, but you know you're racing with guys like Rich Bickle and Ty Majeski. I mean, all these guys. It's like you know they're all good race car drivers, and it's different, obviously out there. You know, and I kind of you know learn a little bit you know stuff about respect of racing at New Smyrna, and yep. um, you know then working on um, our other Hamke. You know, kind of. Again, you just learn about the respect of things, and racing up there is different than out here. Um, oh, very much so. So, I mean, yes. yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot, and I had a lot of fun, too, um, racing against, you know, so many good guys, and um, everybody, you know, you don't might not have a stack or trailer, but everybody's, you know, got a big notebook, and, and everybody's a good race car driver. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. Um, when you were uh, When you were growing up, um, did you ever envision that over the course of, cause I feel like last year, so much of your racing was dirt and now this year, so much of it is pavement. It's like in between the two, I feel like you've covered like eight or nine different divisions over the, you know, could you ever have imagined that, that by the age of 16, you would have, you'd be doing all this. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been really blessed and fortunate uh, by everyone to uh, have the opportunities that I have. And I feel like, you know, everybody that's developed me has done obviously a really good job and um, I've made sure to take advantage of every, you know, situation that I get to make the most of it. And I think it's, you know, really starting to pay off. And, um, 
you know, racing's a, a tough sport, and you got to make the most of every situation and constantly, you know, maintain a child's mind and always be learning. So um, yeah, I've had That's a lot a of fun. That's a great phrase. I'm going to give you a yeah. bell for that. I mean, I've just had a lot of fun learning, and uh, I get to learn from, you know, so many great people. It's like I'm when you're surrounded by so many great people, it's it's obviously uh, makes your life a lot easier, and, um, you know, and you kind of dedicate your life to something. Obviously, like I've dedicated my life to racing, and kind of like your whole world becomes like a library of, of oh, yes. how to be better and, uh, you know, like be better at your craft and everything. So um, kind of obviously learning and growing up, too, is a big part of it, maturing and I'm, you know, way different of a driver now than I was, you know, the day before that, or the, yesterday, and the day before that, and the day before that. Yeah. So constantly changing and, and having fun doing it. Do you, have you had the moment yet where you're like, wow, I'm actually here. Like, I'm actually doing this. Like, has have you ever taken that, like, time at the track and, like, looked at how many people have actually, like, raced there? And, like, you ever just take a minute to step back and be like, oh, man, this is cool? Well, I mean, it's kind of a hard question to ask or answer, sorry, but... um you know, I guess when you're racing against, like, for example, like Speed Weeks, right? Like, we gave Steven Nasty, right? He was, you know, I looked up to him since I was, you know, I first got into super late racing. And, like, we truly gave him, like, all he could handle, I felt like, right? And uh, Now you're probably taller than he is. He probably looks up to you now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but just to see guys like that and, like, you know, I felt... You know, the night before that, I made a really bad move, and I wrecked a lot of race cars. Yeah. That was, you know, on me. And, um, you know, and they he probably expected me to move him, right? And I kind of had to learn some stuff about respect. And um, I think that after that, I felt like I gained some respect from him. And, and just moments like that where, you know, you kind of understand that um, you're doing all you can to, uh, to be the best is, you know, things like that make you feel good about yourself. Well, and uh, you're racing against Rich Bickle uh, out in the Midwest, and Rich has been racing for about 40 years. So yeah. he's been around a long time and still having fun, and he's still a driver that can win races. We're going to continue with more of uh, Jesse Love as we continue Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers, right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at vsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. 
Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back to Week Lab, presented by Victory Custom I wish Terms. I could say I planned that, but that... I didn't. It's always funny to watch Jesse's expression because he always forgets that he did a re-entry and then he hears himself and his face just lights right up like, wait, what? Um, so uh, Jesse Love with us in the studio and uh, we're talking to him about what he's been up to this year. Let's get into a little more detail. So I feel like this year you're doing a lot of different things, but I feel like the main thing is the Arca series um and you're you're running um for venturini motorsports flying the v here on the east coast and then you've got uh you're defending your uh 2020 arca menards west series championship with uh bill mcanally racing on the west coast um talk about uh, what your experience has been like with uh billy and the folks from venturini so far it's been awesome. Obviously, I just got back from the uh, Charlotte test today. wasn't testing anything, um, but because I'm not racing there this year. You were in your mind, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was able laughs to laughs in your head. <laughs> yeah, but I was able to watch the, those guys take a few laps, and I think almost you know most of the Arca guys were there. Um, so it's been obviously really good. I mean, I've I think I've had my name on a Venerini car since I was like 14, <laughs> but um, to finally now get uh, the chance is is obviously really good. And I've had a lot of fun, you know, just kind of integrating with the team. I feel like every t- I've only run for Venerini twice, um, once at Pensacola and once at Winchester. And we ran really good at Winchester. Um, Pensacola, we ran decent too, but um, we had some, some weird problems with um, the something with the electrical shorten out in uh, practice, which was kind of a weird deal. I hate deal. electrical problems because you can never source them. Yeah, so it was just, you know... That weekend, I mean, it was a good weekend. I think we ended up running fifth, um, which I guess is, you know, still a top five, but that's not really what I'm about. So um, I've still had a lot of fun um, so far, and I get to run my first race this year at uh, Dover with uh, Kevin Reed. And I'll I was going to ask who your crew chief yeah, was. Yeah, Kevin with, Jr. crew chief in you. Okay. No, Kevin Reed uh, Sr. Oh, Sr. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Which is good. I mean, I, me and Kevin, uh, me and Sr. both have, you know, a really good relationship with each other, and um I've always worked really well with him. Nice. Every time I've, you know, tested for him, he's always, you know, kind of been talking to me. And um, we've always stayed in touch, too. So it's good to, uh, you know, work with him. And I think uh, we clicked pretty well. Before it was Billy, and Billy and I always worked together really well, too. So oh, I can picture you and Billy being... <laughs> yeah, me and Billy, we get along. Yeah. So, um, he's yeah. he's very... Je- you you two are much alike in your crazy personalities. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. that, and yeah. me and Billy get along, too. Yeah, he's he gets wound up pretty easily sometimes. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but uh, you've, you've, you've got some tracks coming up that uh, should be really exciting. Yeah, we go Dover, Dover. Toledo... Uh, where else are we going? We're going to some other tracks like Berlin and everything. Um, and we go to two dirt tracks, Springfield and DeCoin. That is, I feel like that's going to be an incredibly, um, it's either going to be incredibly fun for you or incredibly frustrating to run a big ARCA car on dirt after you running four ten sprints. And it's always fun six, winning races, yeah. though. Well, yes, but, and, and that may be a slight advantage for you over some of those guys because you've yeah. had that dirt track experience, although it's a little different, you know, obviously with a big ARCA car. Yeah, it, it will. I mean, there's going to be different ways you have to drive it yeah. but you know there's fundamentals you'll take from you know dirt racing um over to the bigger heavier dirt racing but the fundamentals at the end of the day are still going to be the same for the most part it's just how you go about it um but chasing moisture is always chasing moisture and um you know your racecraft is is always going to be the same so i'm looking forward to that and uh, obviously other tracks like Bristol or Dover and stuff like that will be a lot of fun, too. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting mix for you because you've got, you know, obviously uh, the concrete at Dover and then, you know, concrete at Bristol, half mile. And you go to Toledo, which is like a little boring almost um, compared to some of the other tracks anyway. And, and then the two dirt tracks. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a diverse schedule. You're seeing a lot of tracks for the first time. How do you prepare for each track? Do you uh, sim race, watch game... 
uh, watch a game film, watch film, or how do you um, how do you prepare, or all of the above? I guess for you, probably all of the above, yeah. above, and then some more. Um, I feel like preparation's been my strong suit. I feel like it's been something that kind of separates me from you know everybody else in the sense. I feel like I've been able to unload almost everywhere I go and be pretty good off the bat. Um, you know, I think Toyota Race Development gives me a lot of great uh, sources and, and people I get to talk to. Um, you know, everywhere I go. I feel like I can always, you know, find somebody to uh, mentor me through it. And, you know, the preparation is pretty much always the same. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it works. So whatever I'm doing is working. And that's a lot of stuff and it's a lot of work and it's, um, you know, it takes up a lot of time. But um, and at the end of the day, at, while it is, you know, a lot of work and it's, and it's hard, but, um, you know, winning races is, is more fun. So um, <laughs> for sure, it's I've, I've ha- I'm having a lot of fun. Um, kind of developing myself and and how I go about things and and we'll keep on doing it. How is uh, everything on the West Coast going so far? It's been good. Um, I've won one race on the East Coast this year and I've won two on the West Coast. So so far the West Coast is <laughs> two to one. It's, it's still two to one right now. Um, but no, it's been cool. I get I get to go to a lot of cool tracks on the West Coast this year. Um, obviously, I think uh, we've already been to Sonoma twice and then. Go to Sonoma again in June uh, for that West race there, and Phoenix is obviously really cool too. So um, hopefully we'll see up, you know, where the numbers will stack up at the end of the year. But um, you know, I obviously still have a house out there, so I'll be going out there probably for a week before Sonoma, see all my family, um, get my license because I'll be old enough to get my license by then. So oh wow, so that'll be good. <laughs> that'll be awesome. Now we so you'll be able to come back here and be able to drive by yourself too, right? Yeah, finally. yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, that's good. Kind of takes the leash off you a little bit. Yeah, hopefully not. Like, Just hopefully not your, in a bad way. <laughs> your, well, yes, yeah. We need a restrictor plate for the motor in the car that you're driving here uh, yeah. on the streets. Um, you just went to your first prom. Yeah, I did. That was uh, in, uh, interesting. Everybody was like, "It's kind of weird going and and you're with like the normal like kids, I guess, like yeah. people as opposed to the abnormal kids like you." Yeah, you know what I mean. It's kind of just different, <laughs> but. Uh, race the holics, race addicts. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, there should be a prom for, Yeah, he was. Um, we were all with this big group, and I yeah. went. I went with my girlfriend, and um, Leland was there, so it was kind of cool to have at least one racer <laughs> there. But, Someone um, else with a sickness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know, it was a fun time, and and I had fun, and um, you know, not as fun as going to the racetrack, but still a good time. Oh, don't tell the girlfriend that. I, she, I, of course, she, her I think she's on the same page, too, right? Doesn't her? Doesn't she have a brother? Who yeah, races? her brother Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean's actually. Races he legend. just got a, a deal with uh, for performance to do um, the summer shootout shootout series with them. So, oh, nice. Um, that's good for him. Yeah, and, uh, cool to see. He's he's obviously working really hard, so it's cool for him. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you got uh, got the prom out of the way now. It's a refocus on racing again and some great tracks coming up. Is there a track that you're really particularly most looking forward to on the east, the, like the east coast part of your schedule, Adventurini? Not really. Just the next one. I mean, like that's at, a great answer. Yeah, like at the end of the day, just you know, here to win races and um, you know, not that it's like a job or nothing, but you know, at the end of the day, my job is you know to win races and that's what makes me happy. It doesn't really make me happier to win at Dover than it does to win at you know, a track like Toledo, right? So um, I just want to make, you know, everybody happy, everybody at TRD happy and all that. So um, that's my job and uh, and what puts a smile on my face. If I run second at Toledo or Dover, or if I run second at Dover and I run second at, you know, Toledo, it's the same amount of disappointment for me. You should so. point out that uh, since you mentioned it, uh, Jesse is a TRD, a Toyota Racing Development driver. I do want to talk about a track you went to a couple weeks ago racing the sports cars because I absolutely love the facility. You know, What were your thoughts of Coda when you ran there? I liked Coda. Coda did not like me <laughs> or my car. Um, I was there with uh, TC America. We were off uh, two wins already with the series. Uh, we swept it at Sonoma. So we had high hopes, but um, I, th- like, I just had a lot of mechanical stuff go wrong and um, practice. We had... Uh, Something wrong with the Motec, nothing we can really control. Um, and qualifying, we had an axle break, had to start last in the race. We had um, ABS go out um, as we got from back from the back to up to third, um, only like halfway through the race, so it was looking like we were going to win it. And um, 
had ABS go out after the backstretch, which is a moment and a half there. That's a lot of uh, not fun <laughs> moment. You're going, I don't know, probably 130 or something, and, you know, fifth gear and go in the corner and no brakes is not the most fun thing. But um, First it, you, you know, say it and then you do it. Yeah, that was a <laughs> sketchy moment. So um, and we couldn't finish that race just because you flat spot all four tires. And, I bet. You know, you're, you're already out of it, so – the it, it's interesting to me how far we've come in car technology that uh you know used to well my my axle broke my motor blew whatever and now it's like well um you know i had a, a problem with the motec which is basically the computer part of the car and mm. and the abs gave me a fit like it's it's um never did i did i think i would hear that in a racing sense but these are Pretty much, I mean, they're sports cars, but they're much like the actual cars that you drive in a way with with all the computer stuff. And even NASCAR has incorporated a lot of that. So um, the technology is interesting, isn't it? But um, did you did you enjoy racing the track, though? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. Um, probably not my favorite place. Like nothing really stood out to me that much. But um, it was cool. It was fast. And I was, you know, I had good speed and I was doing my job. So um i liked it just like i like you know most other places you know so what is your favorite road course you've run Mm, i'm not you know probably sonoma just because it's like (laughs) i'm i'm i like to think i'm halfway decent there you won there didn't you yeah see it makes a difference three or four times there um and and we'll do it again um oh are you you calling a shot well you know i kind of just that's how i think so It'll be the same answer every single time, but um, save the show, Chris. Jesse called his shot. Yeah, I mean Sonoma will be a lot of fun, and um, I've had my share of success there already. So um, it's a cool racetrack. I've done a lot of homework around that place, and um, you know, there's a lot of you know, I've been able to learn from a lot of people that know a lot about the place. So it's kind of one of those tracks that's like you know the right people and and you listen to them, you know, you're, you're off in pretty good hands. Well, it's definitely been interesting to, uh, to see what, uh, what you've been up to, especially, uh, this season, because I feel like the schedule hasn't been quite as diverse as the ones that you've had in the past, but we've, we've still got a little bit more racing to talk about with you. So uh, we're going to step aside. Jesse Love will remain seated in the studio. We'll be back with more of the show right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. 
If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorcustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, speaking of Spencer Boyd, or at least the team that he races for, which is Young's Motorsports, an announcement came out today from one of Jesse's Raceface brand development teammates, Raceface advancement teammates. Connor Mozak is actually um, running some ARCA races for Young's Motorsports this year, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. Connor is a driver who has had considerably less racing experience than his... Starts at Dover this week, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think he is running Dover. Um, it He's had less racing experience than you, you would, his level would indicate. He didn't start till he was 18, and uh, I think he's like uh, four years old in racing terms now, and he's already in ARCA, but he's done some road racing with Trans Am, and uh, you know, um, Connor's a good racer so good to see him getting that opportunity um to uh to race arca for uh and young's motorsports is a hard-working team so uh they've they've got a pretty good program over there so we'll see how he does in the uh arca series talking with jesse love in the studio here at wsic tom baker and chris murdoch along with jesse and uh, jesse you are still running some dirt track races this year but it's more of a limited schedule because of course you've upped the uh, the game on the pavement side talk about what your dirt track schedule has looked like so far and what you got coming up there yeah i mean obviously dirt this year for me has kind of been for the most part left off the schedule i've had i mean i have probably 50 pavement races you yeah. know, which is a lot in pavement terms, yeah, i was gonna so. say that's hard to get to yeah. i mean <laughs> on pavement dirt you can do it in like a month yeah <laughs> So I mean, I always said to the Chili Bowl, and uh, had a had a pretty solid run there, and I'll probably do that yes, again. Yes, you did. Probably had another. Probably go again next year. Hopefully. I don't think we've had you on since you raced the Chili Bowl. We had you on the week before you were going to go race. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had you on since. What was that Chili Bowl experience like for you? It was really cool. I mean, obviously, we started the night off pulling a one pill, which you do not want to do with the Chili Bowl. Uh, puts you on pole the heat race and um, see i would think that would be an advantage cause well no because it's it's passing points right so oh right i mean sure. i got yeah. you know darren pittman behind me tucker klossmeyer a teammate and some other no really pressure. fast guys yeah and i was like okay this is gonna be a long night um but i mean no i mean i not really i always have my confidence but um knowing you know you got you got your work cut out for you and you can't mess up and i think we had like eight cautions in that heat race which again is annoying and um <laughs> anytime yeah so annoying anytime. especially when you're leading so oh, my um we took the lead and, and we actually won the heat race which was already okay i was like okay that's pretty good um you know and then started fourth in our qualifier and i was okay well you know christopher he i think yeah he won his prelim bell. night and he yeah, yeah christopher bell yeah he won his prelim night and he pulled a one and he started on the pole of his heat race and then started fourth in his qualifier and won his qualifier yeah. so i was like okay at least i got a path and uh, <laughs> if he could do it, I sure can. Yeah, right. So then <laughs> I start fourth in my qualifier, and I just start throwing the biggest sliders I can, and um, I won that too. So I was like, okay, this is this is going to be a decent night. And uh, we started ninth in our in the feature, which Christopher started like fifth or something. Or yeah, he was up front. I mean, and and yeah. I guess you know Friday night prelim was really tough, it and a lot stacked. of guys went forward. Yeah, yeah. so. We had to start, so we started a little bit further back. Um, even though we did the most, we already could. And uh, we picked two spots up and ran seventh and almost had six there. But, I mean, honestly, like, for me, like, I don't run dirt like a lot of these guys do. Yeah. And I didn't grow up on dirt. So, you know, to run like that, win two races and, and come home um, just shy of a top five in my first Chili Bowl prelim was, was pretty cool. Now, that put you in a really strong position for what – what they call the alphabet soup on Saturday. 
talk about um, talk about what the experience was like on Saturday because I I feel like that has got to be the biggest pressure cooker imaginable because I know you've been in other really big races, but the Chili Bowl is the Chili Bowl, and it's all over TV, and it's the only thing the world's watching in motorsports at that point in time. And here you are, what in the B main? I think right is where. Yeah, you, yeah. talk about what that well, was. Like. I got my phone blowing up. Everybody's like, "Wow, you're doing a great job," and and um, so kind of the pressure's on a little bit yeah. more, but. Um, I'm good with pressure. I like it, and, and means you're doing something right. So, well, that's a good point. I uh, started, yeah, seventh in my heat or in my B main, and uh, I think we just finished seventh. I mean, it was one of those deals where um, we had to run what third? I think they took top three, something and like it's that. a literal like feature anywhere else in the country. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like nuts. Yeah, I remember I missed the bottom one time, and like I'm talking <laughs> a freight train of cars because I yeah. I kind of try to slide someone and. At last second, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not clearing that. I'm just gonna put a guy in the fence." So I kind of had a, I kind of had a back <laughs> out of that. Yeah, I kind of had a back out of that. That was what your mind was saying. And get to the bottom and um, just miss the bottom by a little bit, and then you know probably 15 amazing drivers yeah. were just right there and ready to pounce. And it was probably a little bit too early, but you know I'm going back on looking back on that i won't do that again so um i kind of had to make up some ground again and just started banging the top down that's yeah. what i did on my prelim night which just rip the top and um and i think i lifted once up there and it was so slick to the curb and yeah. you're just trying to bury the thing as deep as you can while still being wide open so um again it wasn't a racy racetrack not my type of racetrack i kind of like to be a little bit more hooked up than that a, big, a little bit of a bigger curb but um, we ended up having a decent showing. Keith was happy. All those guys were happy. I think I missed rookie of the of the year by one spot one to Dayson. So, yes, you did, Dayson um, personally. I mean, Dayson has a way of getting at me on dirt. My <laughs> first, my first time, like, or no, at I forty four, like later last year. Um, I I think I started second. And uh, at I-44, I mean, there was like 60 midgets. And um, we went from third to first in our heat race, start, or no, fourth to first in our fourth to first in our heat race, started second, and um, had a terrible start. Keith was probably not happy with that. But I got to lead around lap five, and I led from about lap five to about 25 out of 30. And then I kind of hit traffic, and it's hard being the leader because you don't really know what line to pick. Yeah. And I ran up on traffic, and I just didn't search around enough. I hadn't really been in that position much, and Dason, you know, hunted me down pretty good and um, threw a slider, and I was like, of all people, right? <laughs> <laughs> of all people, come on, Dason, and he took it from me, and um, he already kind of had his line picked out, and I missed it, and um, and I run second, so... It was tough to lose a Dason like that, and then he got me again at Chili Bowl, so, um, you know, I was just kind of a bummer deal, and... But Dason, he works really hard, and yeah. he's, he's he's helped me out a lot racer. on pavement. I mean, a lot, sorry, a lot on dirt. And I've always made sure to help him out whenever he, he um, gets chances to go to pavement racing. So, um, you know, he's been able to help me a lot. We started off kind of the same experience level. Obviously, he had more dirt, but yeah. same midget experience level. Yep. And um, we were pretty even until I had to go run more pavement race. I got to, I got to run more pavement racing, and he um, kept doing more dirt racing, and he kind of surpassed me in that. Yeah. And, he, you know, was gracious enough to kind of help me out with that, and uh, I returned the, the favor whenever he goes pavement racing. It's really interesting um, the the kind of shift in that. But was the Chili Bowl experience everything you hoped? It, I mean, I, I know you want to win. You're just that's how you everything you judge is whether I win or not. But gosh, you won the first two races you ran at the Chili Bowl. I mean, looking back, was it everything you envisioned it would be the first time for the first experience? I think you hit the nail on the head the first time you said that. No, I, no, I mean, because I didn't win. But um, I know it's a lot to think, you know, to win, win the Chili Bowl, especially your first time. But um, I mean, that's kind of my only job, right? So um, overall, it was a success from what everybody told me. So well, I think it's okay to just enjoy the experience a little bit too. I mean, I, it's not all about winning. It was a fun time. I mean, it yeah. was obviously different with COVID, but at least we got to go race. Oh, right? that's true so, too. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit different than normal, but at the same time, um, we turned a lot of heads, and um, I think that I did my job uh, pretty well, so I was overall happy with it. So again, going forward, what what is the, the dirt plan for um, for going forward this year? 
I don't know. My boss at TRD Trent, he kind of you know plants a seed in my ear every now and then if you if I want to go uh, dirt racing, and, and I'm and I'm down to go do some dirt racing stuff, um, some USAC stuff for Power Eye stuff for Keith. I always have a sprint car ride in California whenever I can run it um, with the Coxes and the Tyners and everybody. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, they're like family to me and they've um, been really great good people. to me. So, yeah, great people. Great and, people. Um, right now I just kind of got to focus and pick my battles, right? So um, I've had a, I have a lot of great opportunities right now with uh, TRD and Venerini, BMR, Wimmer, all those guys that I have to make sure that I do the most, most of, right, and make the most of it. So um, that's kind of my focus right now. And, um, you know, obviously dirt's always going to be there for sure, though. Really and I get two dirt Harker races, so um, that'll <laughs> be a lot true. of fun. <laughs> that's like a, running a hybrid engine, I think, yeah. <laughs> something like that. But, um, it's it, you know, it's it's interesting that you, you seem to have arrived at a point in your mind where um, it's not about – I got to go racing somewhere every day of the week that I can. And, and you're really, it just seems like you've just sort of settled down and are really trying to focus on the whole pavement aspect of things. Um, obviously your goal is NASCAR. So that makes sense. Um, where do you think is your biggest learning curve still? And what are you working on, um, to get better at on the pavement side overall? Probably just how to be a leader. I mean, I feel like, like you said, a touch on what you said, I think that it's been important to um, put more quality into races, not just quantity. Yeah. And it's important to get the qual- the, the quantity in when sure. you're young. But, um, you know, right now it's like every day of the week is based off of one race and it's a lot of preparation. So, um, you know, right now I've done everything in my power to, you know, iron out the driving aspect of things. And, um, you know, I still wait and make sure if there's anything I can do differently that people tell me. Um, but right now it's just kind of the more of the fundamental stuff, how to be a leader and how to, you know, make the team better that wherever you're going to. And I feel like I've done a good job with that and, um, you know, how to be more of like an in-car crew chief, I guess you could say, you know, there's a lot of good guys that do that, uh, oh, yeah. Dale back in the day and, um, guys Matt like Kenseth. Derek Thorne, Matt Kenseth. Yep. Um, so that's important to me and, uh, definitely makes, you know, my job easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like you're, again, like I said, your mindset has has definitely shifted a little bit. And, uh, you know, that's great because you're right. You do have an opportunity, but gosh, it's got to be hard to not be in those Keith Coons midgets because yeah. I know you really enjoy driving those. We're, we'll, uh, we've got one more segment with Jesse here. We will uh, take a break and come back with more of Lead Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. 
you right. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to League Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Hey, if you want or are looking for a new trailer for any purpose, it doesn't have to be motorsports, it can be construction, or if you're hauling a horse or a cow, or you just want to haul ATVs, whatever it is uh, that you're looking for in the way of a trailer or transporter, Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for that. And they make this so easy. All you got to do is go to their website, victorycustomtrailers.com. If you want a custom trailer, something built specific to your particular needs, there's a big button right on the home page that says design a trailer just hit it and start designing your trailer they will build it exactly to your specs and they will do it right and make sure you're happy with it and they will keep up with you after uh, the sale too to make sure that uh, everything stays the way that it should be um, if you want uh, just something off the lot they've got a couple of hundred new and used trailers of all varieties and uh, all the top makes and models um, on the lot as well they're based in michigan but don't let that throw you if you're Halfway across the country, they will deliver anywhere in the continental U.S., uh, and they've sent some beyond that. So uh, uh, no matter where you're listening to this from, uh, go ahead and just hit the website, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. They are racers, and uh, they know what uh, racers need. So uh, thankful for Chris Hedinger and his staff, and also thankful to the folks from MyComputerCareer.edu as well for their support training for a better life we are uh talking with jesse love and have <coughs> excuse me enjoyed talking with him for the entire show basically jesse um you've grown up in and you've done a, a variety of different types of racing and i know that you say a racetrack's a racetrack every track's the same kind of but is there one particular type of car that you just enjoy racing more than the others <laughs> i mean yeah probably like a I have a lot, I've had a lot of fun running. I mean, I don't know. A pavement midget is like one that always, you know, comes oh, you to got, mind. Where are you running? Uh, IRP with yes, Lucas. Lucas Oil Raceway. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. Gonna go there with Trace Van Dyne. I've had a lot of, ex, uh, a lot of um, exciting years with Trace and the whole uh, Van Dyne team, and uh, kind of cool to get the gang back together. And um, you know, a pavement midget for me has always been a lot of fun. Um, you know, going hard, you know, and running running a, a race car that hard is a lot of fun, and that's how you make speed in those things. Oh so yeah, it's um, that'll be a lot of fun, and we get to go there um, a few times. So uh, we'll go, you know, try to get us a few at uh, you know probably one of the coolest racetracks around, uh, probably one of the coolest car racetrack combinations there is. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of fun. Yeah. An IRP, yeah, it's uh, if for those who don't know, if you've never been to Indianapolis Raceway Park, which is now called Lucas Oil Raceway, it's a three quarter mile track and it is fast. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun for me, especially like it'll be like a more of like an emotional deal for me, especially too, because like I grew up like idolizing a lot of those guys um, that come from like the older area, I guess mm -hmm. of open wheel racing um so it'll be a lot of fun and um you know trace gets to go back and that'll be you know emotional and cool for him too what do you remember especially winning <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah. if you get the win that'd be huge what do you remember growing up about for example i'm sure you used to watch like the indy 500 and all that what what do you remember about that growing up is there anything that sticks out or there was there a driver that you followed say in the indycar series and watched the indy 500 that you kind of idolized well for me my first Indy 500 that I ever went to was the year that, no, the 100th 
what year, what year did uh, Rossi win? Was that the 101st? Uh, that was the – no, I think that was the – I think it was the 100th. I'll have to double check. So if it was the 100th, I thought – We'll get Murdoch to look it up. I thought Ryan – yeah, I thought Ryan Hunter Ray won the. He may have. 100. Anyway, but you went to the five hundred the year Rossi won. Yeah, the year oh, wow. that Rossi won, my dad, um, who used to be a lawyer, um, he's not practicing anymore, but he was tied in with Thagajanians. Um, it was the hundredth. The year Rossi that Rossi won. won. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. so then, um, yeah, <laughs> give myself self-declared a thing there. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so um, he does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So well, nobody else will. So yeah. um, <laughs> my dad, he was there, and he actually got to push the car out to like the Neat. grid and everything, and um, and I got to watch. And it was kind of a looking back on it, like I didn't really have the respect I had for like Indy and that stuff that that race then. So um, I love to go back, but um, obviously one year I want to run. One year I want to run that race and win that race and. Um, that's probably of all races I could win. It'd be the Indy 500 for well, sure. There was you were. I was going to get to the bucket list. There it is, right there. You just yeah. answered it. Just the most emotional win for me. Yeah. Did you want to jump in, Chris? Well, I was going to ask him about something a little bit off the track because uh, I guess I wouldn't really call them commercials, but Toyota's got you doing some of this stuff with Safe Light and, and all of that stuff. How? How fun is that? Is it fun to do all of that media stuff and, and be able to, you know, uh, work on, on that side of the, the sport? It's a little different. I mean, <laughs> you look at some guys like Carl Edwards and all the guys that yeah. did those commercials back then to kind of, you know, promote Safe Fight like that was cool. Um, you know, funny story, like that's our actual like martial arts coach, uh, Cliff. So, you know, like he legit, you know, he is our, my he's like my actual martial arts. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I guess after the whole, you know, Harrison and Noah thing, TRD kind of took the martial arts thing a little more seriously. <laughs> um, hope I don't get in trouble for saying that. But, um, no, I mean, I think it's just kind of funny. and It's a, it's a funny way of looking at it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, at the end of the day, it's a good – it's really good working out. And I probably get more of a workout there than I do in, like, the actual gym, right? So um, I think that's the biggest motive behind it all is just uh, it's a different type of movement, a different type of cardio than working out is. And um, and it keeps prepared, you know. For you in the car, what do you think is the most important part of the body to work out? You know, when you're working out, what really helps you get through the race? I don't know. The uh, the intellectual part of myself wants to say the brain, but we're <laughs> not going to say that. Um, well, I mean, the brain's probably like the most. I mean, I've whenever you're in a car that is not up to par, you're going to work a lot harder than when you're just cruising. So uh, at the end of the day, it, it is your brain, right? But as far as, like, you know, physical activity goes, I think it's just um, consistently putting yourself in um, situations where you're having to push through because everybody's going to get tired. It doesn't matter if you're ripped, right? Like, you're going to get tired. And you'll see guys that have been doing it for a long time that maybe aren't, you know, chiseled to the bone, right? But, um, you know, they can go just as long. And I think it's just because um, – you know, the will to win and, and the will to keep going. And you put yourself in enough situations where you have to push through um, the want to quit or the want to slow down. The more you push through that, the more your body becomes accustomed to it. So at the end of the day, it is just like a, it is your whole body. But as far as like a certain muscle, probably just your core. Yeah, that's um, what I would have said You keep too. yourself tight. Um, but just the repetition of working out and, and staying in shape is the most important part. I want to go back to the Toyota thing because I I thought Chris was going to ask you about the JBL part of your Toyota (laughs) with the singing. (laughs) I got to (laughs) run. No, I don't like that. That's not uh, not a lot of fun. So, you know, I love JBL. They've supported me really well. Um, I hope they don't ask me to do one of those again. What did you do that? Because I never saw your last one. What did you do? The what song? Do, if, song I think or it songs was have you done? Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh uh, man, Forge Fortunate Son. Oh, Dude, oh man, they rough. had you. That's like a nasty song to give to somebody. And who that really was isn't short hair, like shy Jesse too. So oh man, that was a whole different ball game. There's there's a there's a quality of sort of a gruff sort of scream angry that you have to be to pull that song off and um yeah i imagine that would have been a tough one for you back then yeah Yeah. but but the idea of that though is supposed to be to have some fun and sort of 
allow yourself to ma- to make a little fun of yourself and just yeah. do you know something and have a good time. Um, but man, that's a tough. That's um, I feel like the two best guys that do that for for Toyota are Harrison and Christian Eckes. When Rhodes and Eckes or not Rhodes, uh, Burton and Eckes get together, um, those two are incredible. What they what they put they, they're like you know or at least Harrison. Um, but uh, that's got to be hard to do that. What memorizing the lyrics, let alone being able to, you know, especially if you don't consider yourself a singer, you're not used to hearing your own voice. You are, you have been a musician though, a little yeah. bit in the past. What like guitar and drums, right? A yeah, bit? I did a little bit of, a guitar, of the guitar, um, but mainly just drums. Like I was more self-taught. Yeah, um, I learned from my uncle John a little bit, a little bit from my dad too. Um, oh, your dad was a drummer. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, I never knew that. Uncle John was really good. He okay. went on tour for a little bit. So, um, you know, wow. mu- music's kind of been a part of my life for a long time. <laughs> Just not singing. Um, yeah, I actually <laughs> did saxophone for like oh, a year. Really? But that was kind of a rough deal. And I think. Um, Our producer, Chris Murdoch, was really, a sax player. I think it yes, was sir. more like I had a thing for this girl that was in band class. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only way of getting in. <laughs> this one time at band camp. Yeah. Uh, oh, my girlfriend man. cannot listen to this now. So, uh, oh, man. But, well, we'll no, sure it is does. funny. I was like elementary school, Jesse. And, <laughs> but I got a year of saxophone out of it. This is that why segment. you were in band too, Chris? <laughs> was there a girl that we'll, you were We'll say that. We'll yeah. Say that. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's what this last segment's been about. We've just gone through the evolution of Jesse Love. We talked about short hair, si- shy Jesse. Yeah. Now we got elementary school Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's long hair, not shy Jesse. What a journey. Huh? What a journey. <laughs> surfer hair, we should call it. Yeah, surfer yeah. hair, not shy You haven't shy touched Jesse. on surfing at all. That's surprising. Well, uh, I w- uh, you know. We well, don't do many of that. We do much of that over here. Yeah, I haven't surfed in like months. Last time I surfed, dude. Sorry. <laughs> here comes the first the side out of me but no the last time i served i was it was like the biggest day i've ever been to and um it kind of got on my system for a few months so uh. maybe when i go back in june even though it's gonna be summer and it's gonna be a little slow but um the waves will be a little bit slow but it'll you gotta go fun. to some of the carolina beaches now i don't like that kind of stuff i'm more of like Longboard type waves, oh, and yeah. out there it's too like it's weird. Dude. Oh, so okay, so it's different here. It's than you... different, yeah. Okay, okay. Is it less exciting? Is that what you're saying? It's I think so. Sounding? I mean, okay. There's a little bit to it, like you know, in Santa Cruz where there's you know sharks and everywhere, and <laughs> you know it's darky, <laughs> it's totally dark out, like sharky. You're, <laughs> you're surfing, surfing with sharks. You're surfing by a pier and. I that don't could know. actually be a Jesse Love uh, series, surfing with sharks. That's we don't, an interesting we don't like idea. That. We don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't like that. <laughs> well, you've been. You talked about sharks. Like, would think you'd be safer where there's none. Toyota would probably prefer. It could be. You. It could be a multi-purpose thing. You talk about surfing and racing because there's you'd a be, lot of sharks and racing. You'd be yeah. surprised. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Sean Becker. How many sharks? <laughs> how other sharks are there? Sean Becker. Am I missing anybody? I'm missing people. Yeah. There's other sharks in racing, like the shark. Oh, you mean people with like the, the nickname? nickname? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. We have one at uh, in, in Supers up in Oswego. Bill Sharky, they call him the shark, yeah. um, and uh, he once in a while was oh, up to the Shuhart. nickname Logan Shuhart. Um, yep, yep. Shark racing, um, but uh, no, it's it's been it's been cool just to be able to kind of kick back and get to know Jesse a little bit on this show. We we talk about your racing stuff all the time, but there's yeah. certainly more to you. Although, I guess it's becoming uh, less and less of you outside of racing because you've been so busy the last couple yeah. of years. Not much time for the outside hobbies. True. I mean, I still try to get out a little bit, um, whether it be golfing or something. But, I mean, right now, I'm, you know, I'm happy and I'm content just, you know, racing. And, and it's, uh, you know, I love it. So I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Well, I would, I would think. You hope so, right? <laughs> you've, you, you've just been incredibly blessed to be able, yeah. like you said at the top of the show, to be able to have the opportunities that you have. So sure. uh, you got about 30 seconds to get through quick sponsors. Go. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And um, hopefully some people from Toyota are, are listening. Thank you to all you guys, everybody at TRD. Um, can't thank all of them guys enough. And all my sponsors this year, that's, um, you know, keeping me going and, and, and helping me out and, and uh, you know, just I can't thank all those guys enough. Everybody at BMR, 
uh, Napa, Mobile One, everybody has been um, doing so much for me. Mobile One's been a huge part in uh, my development this year, and I can't thank all of them enough. Well, uh, definitely been great to have you on the show, and that wraps up uh, an hour of uh, League Lap Radio presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Thanks to WSIC. Thanks to MyComputerCareer.edu. I'm Tom Baker. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio powered by Victory Custom Trailers, the leaders in custom trailer sales and service. Design your own custom trailer at VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Lead Lap Radio is a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.